I mean, I understand where they're coming from, but but then again, yung sakin, it's like you're in New Zealand now. It's like you need to and then you you need to adapt to what's in here, but you also don't want to forget where you came from. So that part right there is a struggle for me personally. Cause I mean I've seen different things, but then I don't wanna forget na Filipino pa rin ako. Welcome to Tara Let's Talk Podcast, the show that aims to share a Filipino's perspective on the ironies, the triumph, and the complexities of life. And being a Filipino expat, I'm your host, Belle. I'm Lynette. And I'm Mark. Welcome back to another show nga naman for Tara Let's Talk Podcast. Yung episode natin today, we'll share what it's like to be a Filipino living in New Zealand. Kasi alam naman natin na we expat all agree it can be quite an adjustment by it to live in a new culture. And it's definitely an interesting and rewarding experience then for all of us expats. Right. Our first guest. Currently, uh, introduction lang, she holds a postgraduate diploma in health science and pharmaceutical science. And she also worked as a regulatory advisor in the Clinical Trials Unit and Research Office of Wellington Regional Hospital. Let's all welcome Ms. Geraldine Pinla. Welcome. Welcome. Regulatory advisor in the Clinical Trials Unit. So, Dean, nag-move ka sa New Zealand teenager ka, di ba? Ilan taon 17 years old. Or was there any reason yung family nyo na bakit nag-move sa New Zealand? Because my dad um had a job sa New Zealand. Tapos, I think he was already working sa New Zealand for almost a year. And then, of course, your parents go, they're talking about like the future for both of us, ng atiko. Right. And then they just decided to just like move the whole family because there was support naman ng New Zealand government, yung family mm-hmm. at that time. Madaling magdala ng family at that time. Hindi na masyado ngayon. But yeah, so they just decided to bring us in here to, to study. Mm-hmm. Ngayon, Iba na ba ang ano? Iba na ang immigration rules nila? The rules has changed kasi lumaki na yung population. Tapos nag-strict sila. And then itagdag pa natin yung COVID. Yeah. So, ah, I see. If you don't mind me asking, what year was this nung, nag, nung nag-migrate kayo? 2008? January ah. 2008. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, medyo matagal-tagal Tagal na rin. Na, yeah. 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 Matagal Uh-oh. na rin. As a teenager, nung paglipat nyo sa New Zealand, um, pag, pagdating na pagdating mo, ano yung mga first impressions mo? Marami, in a sense na, kasi puro greeneries yung makikita mo, kahit kaliwat ka na, maraming puno, maraming, mm-hmm. maraming mga halaman, tapos maraming baka, sheep, Aha. tupa. Ganon. E di ba may joke dito na mas marami nga yung population ng tupa nila. Yeah. Kesa sa oh, population <laughs> ng tao. 
Right, so, yeah. right, right. Is that true though? Tama ba? It is. It is. But is it still holding up to now or hindi na? Yeah. Pero tumasa yung population ng tao kasi marami nang nag-migrate. Pero mas mataas pa rin ang population ng no, husbandry and farm, farms w- nila. Would you know rough estimate kung ilan ang population ni New Zealand? Ooh. I actually don't know. Kasi uh, alam ko nag-increase siya last, like parang two, three years ago. Nag-increase siya parang nag-heat ng, I don't want to say, uh, there are, that's okay. Amount, rough estimate. I think, rough. I think it was like five million. Five million lang ang tao dyan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Papil, wala, parang Maynila lang. Wala pa nga ata. <laughs> wala, Magka, wala, wala. May lumla ilan ba? Yeah. yeah. More pa sa Manila. Mas marami. Wow. Yun ang alam ko. But, um, Yeah, it is. 5 million since 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Nag-increase na yun. I think before that, it was like 3 million, close to 4. Marami nang lumipat. So, nag-reach sila ng 5 million. That was just 2020. First, napaglipat nyo sa, ano, as a teenager, at, at 17 years old. Ano yung naging challenge for you? Let's not talk about your family. For you lang. I think biggest adjustment is like trying to fit in sa like the teenage group. Kasi it's like 17. I mean, it's kind of like young adult siya. But it's not old enough to be like given uh, like a right to decide for your own self. Right. But then you're not young anymore mm-hmm. to like fit into like younger ones. So yung... So, ang isang mahirap pa is when I came here, my age is for high school. Even though I was already nakapag-university na ako sa Pilipinas. Nang once in... Ah, graduate ka na nun. Yes, graduate na ako ng high school. So, when I came here, I have to go back sa high school. So, What? Yes, because of my age. I was young. So, yung feeling ko nun, nakikita ko yung sa, I think it was Friendster back then pa. So, nakikita ko sa Friendster. Old school. Yes. Nakikita ko sa Friendster, my friends are like in college, doing Uh-oh. this and doing that. So, andun yung jealousy ko na I wish I was doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But then, andito na ako, I have to kind of like go back to high school. And yung education system and that is very, very different in a way na it's too easy for me. I find it too easy. Because majority ng high school nila is spoon feeding in terms of teaching. Uh-huh. And it's 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 just different because you're gonna go to school like for five hours a day and then that's it. Paso ka ng 9am, tapos ka na ng 2pm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. Wow. That's it. And then, hindi ako sanay kasi sa Pilipinas, pasok ako ng 6.30, matatapos ng alas 4, tapos may mga extracurricular activities ka pa, bago ka maka-uwi, alas 6, alas 7 na ng gabi. Oo. Ito parang easy-easy lang sila and then mm. maririnig mo pag ano hirap na hirap na daw sila. <laughs> Baka sobrang advanced mo lang talaga naman. No, it's not. It's, I don't think so. Talagang ano lang sila, laid back yung mga, yeah. mga estudyante. Tapos hindi sila masita ng mga teacher kasi bawal, hindi uso ang palo kasi mm-hmm. Pwede silang makulong. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Parang napaka-late na 
for you kasi mm. diba, you're supposed to be in the college or university mm. what age is there ano ba yung university age nila or ilang years um i think around 2021 so nagsisimula sila 20 years old sa college mm. Mm. kasi yung that, that, that's the time in the philippines na graduate yeah 2022 oh. yeah oh kung maalala ko 17 It's like year, oh, hold on. I think around 18, 19 sila papasok ng university. University, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Kasi, um, 17 years old, ano na yung year 13. So, ayun na yung so, last ng high school. Okay. So, parang fourth year na yun. Nung, nung pagdating mo, bumalik ka sa fourth year oh, high school. Oh. Kung baga. Not exactly. Para siyang first year ng university kasi ang normal program ng university nilang college nating tinatawag is three years uh-oh. lang sa Santo sa Santo sa, sa New Zealand mm. ang normal uh... form ng college nila is um three years lang hindi katulad sa atin na four years mm-hmm. tapos five years sa high school instead of four okay I get it I get it. Yeah. So, parang yung last year sa high school is parang, anong tawag dyan? Parang pre-rec nga ba? Tama yeah. ba yun? Parang ganun. Parang ganun. Yeah. Ang confusing pa kasi sa kanila pag tinatawag nilang college is considered as high school. So, kapag kaya, pag kaya yung college sa atin, yung talagang mm-hmm. college na, yung talagang mm-hmm. tertiary education, mm-hmm. they call it university. Mm-hmm. So, it was quite confusing at first. Pero, I'll get used to it habang nandito. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Right. In Philippines, when you go to university, you can choose, diba? You can choose what degree or bachelor's mm-hmm. you're gonna get. There in New Zealand ba, um, is it the same or are they grooming you guys to which bachelor's degrees or courses do mm-hmm. you get? Parang they have to groom you while you were in high school kasi mm. hindi siya katulad sa Pilipinas na may mga required um, subjects. So, mm-hmm. in here, pagkadating mo ng year 12, mamimili ka na kung are you going sa arts? Are you going sa science? Are you going um, mathematics? Kaya five hours lang usually yung hours nila kasi walang mga extra na katulad ng religious education, character education, mga um, music, you have to take extra curriculum. Walang walang extra kung ano lang ang kukunin mo. Yun na yun yung lang yun. Yeah, ano nila. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tapos um sa mga sa school dito, mayroon silang tinatawag na Asian Five. Tinatawag nilang Asian Five kasi yung mga Asian, they take basically the five subjects which is math, tapos physics, biology, chemistry, and English. So, bakit nagdo-doktor ba? Doktor saka engineer? Kasi, mga requirements siya ng either mag-medicine, ng lawyer, ng, ng engineering. So, you have to have those. So, importante may physics ka, may chemistry, may biology, may English ka, saka types of math. Yeah. Kaya tinatawag nilang Asian five kasi normally nagkumukuha nun mga Asians. Ito, it might be a little bit controversial. Did you experience any uh, parang racism dun sa, ano, sa school? 
Luckily, I went to a school na majority of the population is Polynesian. So, ah, okay. yung mga Maori, Samoan, Nuean, Cook Islands. Mm. So, their features physically is almost the same as the same Filipinos. Filipinos yeah. mm. Mas ma- malaki lang sila in built. Maka matataas sila. Mm-hmm. Pero, mm-hmm. pero in terms of um, racism, not so much when I was in high school. It's more on like when you go into the workforce and you work with a lot of different ano na, mga races. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Kasi here in our podcast, one thing that we have never tackled yet, LGBTQ. Yeah. Are you in a same-sex relationship? Yes. Are you guys engaged, married? We're living together. We haven't talked about the marriage part yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, we both think na kailangan financially stable kami parehas. So it's easier to like build like a family and mm-hmm. even if we have to consider having a kid. Mm-hmm. Reality, it's really hard, especially with COVID, you know, yeah, in COVID. Inflation rate is just ridiculous. Even if you work like eight hours a day for like 40 hours and I mean, we're on the middle class. We don't struggle with the food and right. like expenses, living expenses. But we do struggle. We find it hard to like just keep on top of our bills mm-hmm. just because of inflation rate. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not. It. I don't. I don't think it's. We don't want to rush it. Let's just yeah. say that. That's smart. Yeah, the people there in New Zealand. How do I say kiwis? Are they? They're called kiwis. Kiwis. Right? Yeah. 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 In their culture, how do they accept? Majority of them are very open about it, naman. It's not something that I think one thing that I'm very thankful is that it's not sort of like in the America that they ridicule you because you're in a same-sex relationship. Uh Right. Mm -hmm. In here, they actually celebrate it and welcome it as it is. Although there are some parts that because just like any other um, country na merong indigenous people Maori Kiwis are the white people so and then there's the Maori which is an indigenous people the Maoris have culture in a very similar to Filipinos because they they're still in the Pacific kind of um, territory so the culture is very very similar so yung mga strict Maoris they can be like no you're not gonna do this you're not supposed to be in a same-sex relationship and it's bad and majority of the polynesian yung mga maoris mga pacific islanders they are very religious as well so culture and religion it's against same-sex relationship yeah those part they're not really open about it but the white people they tend to be more open to it mm-hmm. being uh in an lgbt relationship have you ever been discriminated by a fellow Filipino? I I can't really say 100%, but alam mo yung nasa sense mo lang. Yeah. Uh-oh. When you're in the same room, you would feel that they would be talking about you and then you go out of the room, they talk about you behind your back and then when you come in again, suddenly the atmosphere is different. The silence. Yeah. yeah. Are they, or you would get the look yes. from them. Yeah. Mm. Do you think you get discriminated more by fellow Filipinos? Um, 
I think it's it both goes like same mm-hmm. both ways both uh-huh. ways yeah but i think it's more of like it's harder to like let's just say it's more painful when it comes to your fellow filipinos judging yeah. you because you're in mm-hmm. a sex relationship cuz i mean i understand where they're coming from but but then again yung sakin it's like you're in new zealand now it's like you need to and then you you need to adapt to what's in here but you also don't want to forget where you came from so that part right there is a struggle for me personally kasi i mean i've seen different things but then i don't want to forget na pilipino pa rin ako kahit anong gawin ko mm. but then hindi lahat ng culture natin is really positive in its own right because there are toxic filipino traits that i don't want to keep doing for the rest of my life yeah I wanted to let go of that. And then yung, yung being open-mindedness is something that a lot of Filipinos doesn't have. And I want to have that. And I mean, this is my choice and it's my life anyway. And they're not the ones in the same-sex relationship. Bakit nila pinoproblema yun? So, lang yun sa akin. True. So, uh, I just want to ask, as a New Zealander, but if you have the passport of a, a New Zealander, can you travel without visas or stuff like say, say Europe? I don't think I need visas uh mga British um countries. Mm. Right. Under the, the crown. Uh-uh. Um, the crown. I could go Australia and Canada freely. Uh-huh. Um mm-hmm. Ibang story at Apaga states. Uh I haven't really looked into it, but I I have a feeling they would be different. Because I know Canada because mm. I have an I think you guys um did the podcast with Tita Wang. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I was looking into um going into Canada because she was there already para visit Russia. So I know that I could go there without needing a visa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because it is a podcast I mean we always reiterate we keep reminding like our listeners now if you ever find yourself you have to go somewhere to a different country it's important to make a research and study not just like read about the country where you're moving to if you know someone from there to reach out and talk to them para ba yung expectation mo would be more on the reality side of things if you're going to go back to your younger self What are the things that you wish you knew about New Zealand before you guys moved there? So your first thing I think was the part that you can't really live your life in two places uh-huh. at once. Because because no unang nandito ako, I thought that when I go back home again, I would still have the same same experience when I go back. It's still going to be the same when I go back home in the Philippines. Unfortunately, it's not. So when you go back to the Philippines after you've been in a different country for so long, I think it was about two, three years before I was able to go back home. So when the first time I went home, it was weird. It's like yun yung tinatawag nilang meron kang reverse culture shock. You start to compare. Yes. So nagkakaroon ko ng sariling shocks. I mean, you know it exists. It's a culture thing sa Pilipinas. But then actually experiencing it is different. Experiencing it again. Yes. 
na before na hindi mo siya pinapansin na parang it's it's a norm before pero when you got back living in a different country pagbalik mo teka bakit ganito oo yes i could give you one example like kapag ka nasa department store ka di ba um sa Pilipinas hello po ma'am sir ganyan ganito they would follow you around and they would serve you they would offer you everything and i i I find that now as like as awkward as it can be because pag nandito ako yung mga salesperson they'll be like good morning ma'am um like come in um if you need anything I'll just be in the counter uh ganun lang sila they'll leave you alone so ngayon pag nung nasa Pilipinas ako na, na shock ako kasi ganun sila and then never pressure ako so <laughs> ang ginagawa ko pag nakikita ko na yung sales lady papalapit na sa Mabalik na ako kasi I can't handle. Ayoko nung ano, lagi silang uh, nakasunod sa'yo. And I'm like, I don't know. It's awkward for me. Parang ano, tawag dyan, um Parang invasion of personal space ba? Yes. <laughs> it, it was. It was. Because they're like too much for me. I'm like, uh, I need to like need distance. <laughs> What I would say to that every time sa Philippines, a uh, salesperson would follow me i just tell them that thank you um if i need anything i'll just call you that's what i do sinasabi ko before uh, pag ganyan nagwi-window shopping lang po ako hindi oh. kanila ba-bother oh yeah sometimes sinasabi ko kahit ako din i'm just saying that i'm looking around i'll, I'll take that note as a tip next time pag umuwi ko na Pilipinas dito naman the first time i moved here and then we went to the mall I needed something. I did not know who to ask. Wala. Yeah, mahirap humanap. Yeah. Because it's a Philippines. You can differentiate the customer from the actual salespeople because they're wearing a uniform. Either they do wear uniforms or sometimes they just just like regular casual clothes. That was me. Bin lang dun. So sometimes you would talk to a person because the person is wearing all black. Yeah. But then oh, I don't work yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And then my husband would be like, what do you need? Why don't you go ask somebody? And I was like, I would ask somebody if I know where to yeah. find them. Wait, wait, that happened to me. Huh? Me too. That happened to me. <laughs> na parang sabi, nasa Asian, Asian restaurant, yeah, may buffet. Tapos naka-black, naka-black shit ako. Oh, can I have more ketchup here, please? Parang <laughs> tapos, tapos sabi ko, I don't work here. Namula siya, sabi niya. <laughs> eh, kasi, yeah. yeah, that's why... Okay, that's why you don't go to malls or restaurants and wear all black. Because here, if you go to a restaurant, a lot of the waitresses or the salespeople they all wear black. Tapos wak na wak pa kasi Asian ka. Tapos kadalasan yung mga servers donation. Tapos asawa ng trabaho to di. Yeah, yeah. Going back to what you said, Dean. Because parang a little bit of advice to me because I've never been back home. It's gonna be different. Yeah, you know what? I was thinking like. If I go there, I keep asking my husband, "Do you think it's gonna be? It's going to feel like the same, or na parang nagbakasyon lang ako for a while and then I go back to the Philippines?" And he said, "Like it's totally gonna be different." So the feeling, so the feeling was like, um, you would walk past the same places that you used to go to. It feels the same, but not the same. It feels the mm-hmm. same, but also different at the same time. So feeling known at that time, even with my friends, it's like, I mean, I'm still super close with them. However, the way yung, yung mga language they use would be different. Yes. The way 
They yeah, nag-evolve na eh. Nag-evolve yes, na. it's different. And then they would find me, they would just say to me, now you haven't changed a bit. But I'm like, I don't think so. I think I've changed, like internally. Hindi ko na lang sinasabi kasi I, I feel it myself na nagbago na ako. And I think that they've changed as well. But I don't think they realize that I feel that way towards them. Because kahit ano explain ko sa kanila, if they haven't been outside of the country, they wouldn't understand it. I, I don't want to offend them by saying those things as well. So, I mean, I leave it as it is. And again, yung pagiging open-minded ko in a way na I understand their position but it's gonna be hard for them to understand where I'm coming from sometimes you have to go out of your home country to experience the world because not until you've done that you're stuck in where you are and I mean you're not really stuck stuck if you're progressing in your own home country my work guy you progresses in terms of career you still progresses as a person but your the way you see things is is just um limited sa kung ano yun nakikita mo so yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. actually madalas namin tong napagkwentuhan dito yung ganun and ako nung hindi pa ako nakakaalis ng bansa i was guilty of this na may isa akong classmate from the US he grew up in the US so lagi niya sinasabi back in the states back in the states Ta- napipikon ako when he says that kasi napipikon ako dito ka na nakatira ngayon na parang ganun so yeah. yun, bakit back in the states ka nang back in the states na when i got out and uh, mag-apologize uh, John sorry ah si John John yun eh <laughs> <laughs> na nung nakalabas na ako ng bansa na nung pagbalik ko marami kang mapapansin nga na yun nga yung mga things na bakit hindi ganito bakit hindi ganyan parang ganon na pwede naman sanang ganon pwede naman sanang ganyan you know, you know what i mean small things or even bigger things na pwedeng gawin na bakit hindi nagagawa yeah so yeah i think it's okay not to compare like we always say kasi you don't realize things if you don't compare them yeah. but i mean if you don't realize the things that needs to make like changes. the changes that has to mm. be done in the philippines unless you move to a different country but i think the key is like how you react to those changes like if, if i go to the philippines i keep telling myself and i keep praying that i'm not gonna be saying it out loud you will be yes yes well, i don't want to i hope not <laughs> Hindi, pero uh, nga, wag, wag nga, uh, kasi talaga, ma- may, may ma-offend ka talaga. Yeah. Kasi no matter how you say it nicely, I feel like it's gonna be, parang pag narinig nila yun, it's gonna be offensive for them. Mayabang yung dating mo. Exactly. Yeah, mayabang yung dating mo. Yeah. So, one thing that I experience whenever I go back home is, apparently, people in the Philippines know when you're from overseas. Kahit hindi mo sabihin, they will know. Really? They know. Alam na. They yeah. know. They will know. And I'm like, pag nasa Pilipinas ako, Tagalog ako, hindi ako nagsasalita Uh-oh. ng English. Unless someone starts talking to me in English and hindi ko siya na-realize that I reply in English, then yung accent ko lalabas siya. Pero normally, Tagalog ako pag nagsasalita ako. So I'm very conscious about it because I don't want people to know na galing ako sa ibang bansa. Kasi sometimes they take advantage of you. Right. Alam mo na, one thing is I grew up with strict parents. So talagang they like, 
oh, be careful sa Pilipinas, ganyan-ganito. Alam mo mm-hmm. naman, they would take advantage. And then, I'm like, how do they even know I'm from, like, galing sa ibang bansa? Can you cite an ano, example, how it happened? Parang a specific experience na naranasan mo? There there was, kasi nung magkakasama kami ng pinsang ko, we were traveling from Santa Cruz to Los Baños. So, nag-commute lang kami. So, kasama namin yung mga pinsang ko. Tapos, may mga high schooler na sumakay doon sa jeep. Sa nag-jeep kami. Yung tingin ng mga teenager, mula ulong gantalang pakan talaga sa amin ng ate ko. Mm-mm. So, tapos eh, ang ate ko, hindi rin nagbabak out kapag ka may tumitingin sa kanya ng simula ulong. Nakipagtitigan yung ate ko. Sabi ko, hoy, bakit ka nakikipagtitigan ng gano'n? Eh, may tumititig bisa sa sila sa akin. Dititingan ko di sila. Sabi ng ate ko, o, oh, diba, ang galing-galing. Sabi ko, tapos, di nag-usap pa kami ng mga pinsan ko. Sabi ng mga pinsan, ng mga pinsan namin. Kasi, tay, halatang galing kayo sa ibang bansa. Sabi namin, paano, bakit? Hindi naman kami nagsalita ng English. Tapos sabi niya, the way na nag-represent daw kami. So, I don't know. The way you look? Yeah. yeah. Not really. Ito, sabi to ng, ano, ito, share ko yung experience hmm. ng brother-in-law ko. So, dito siya sa US. Muy buwi sa Pilipinas. Sakay siyang taxi. Normal yung panadamit niya. Sabi niya, nakachinelas lang daw siya. Nakashort siya. Sabi niya ganyan. Yung ano, pa, parang pa, parang lalabas ka lang sa Pilipinas na normal stuff na ano. Sabi ng taxi driver, Sir, hindi ka taga dito, no? Tapos sa tinanong niya, ano ibig mo sabihin? Parang gano'n nagkakwentuhan sila. Hindi ka na taga rito. Parang hindi ka na taga Pilipinas. Sabi niya, paano mo nalaman? Ibaamoy mo, sir, eh. What? <laughs> Sabi ng taxi driver, ha? Iba amoy mo, sir. Sabi niyang ganun. So, how yung mga colloquial language that you use in the States would not be used sa Pilipinas. One example is, nung na- umuwi din ako ng Pilipinas, is when you you buy take takeaways? Yeah. yeah. Takeout. Take out. Take out food. So, yung best friend ko, kasama ko siya. Sa, ang sabi ko dun sa sa babae dun sa restaurant, pa pag ano po pang takeaway to go Uh-oh. to go I think is what I use so hindi nila alam tumingin sa yung best friend ko tapos tumingin na lang siya ulit do sa sa um, waiter sa mga ah pang ano po pang takeout po so naintindihan na nung babae <laughs> so I'm like bakit what's wrong with what I said so apparently I have it's not to... used yeah so nakalimutan yeah. ko na na sa Pilipinas we use takeout tapos kasi dito, we use takeaway or like to go. Yeah. To go dito it. Yeah, here it's, there's only one time that I heard it takeaway, but here it's mostly to go. If you're going to call to order, like I'm I'm calling for for pickup or um, to go. They're like, is it for to go or dining? For here or to go. Usually that's announced. For here or to go. Yeah. Dito have here or takeaway. So, magkaiba. Yung simpleng, simpleng bagay lang na ganun, hindi ko naisip na it would be different. Although ako ah, nung uh, several na balik ko, hindi pa ako, na, hindi ko pa na-experience yung ganun. Yung na-experience mo, yung na-experience ng brother-in-law ko. So, mm-hmm. so ewan ko kung hindi lang ako lumalabas enough na umuya ako sa Pilipinas. <laughs> Or talagang, wala, talagang parang kantong-kanto yung dating ko ata na. <laughs> I don't know, sa akin kasi when I look at you and Lynette, For me, you still look the same. 
when I last saw you mm-hmm. guys. Ikaw din, you look different because you're older. When I saw you I last, you were like a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a saying that we all are familiar with the saying that um, you can take the person out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the person. What do you think is the most important thing that Ikaw, you learned growing up in the Philippines and among Filipinos that you were able to bring with you to the, to New Zealand and not apply more in your life there? Like Filipino traits. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that I'm proud of being called Filipino is whenever, because especially I work in the healthcare sector, one thing is they would always assume that I would be a nurse. I mean, there's there's no harm. There's no harm in that. And I have so much respect for nurses. My best friend is a nurse. A lot of my, there's a couple of my friends who were nurses. My partner is a nurse. So mm-hmm. it's quite, um, I guess it's, it's nice to be asked like if you're a nurse or something like that. But then not everyone is a nurse. Yeah. Like you stereotype of Filipino. All right. But one thing that I was thankful is that they would say Filipinos are hardworking. The hospitality is there and super nice and you could get along easily. And I think those are simple things that oh, I could bring into the table by default as a person. I mean, I'm not the most, most nicest person ever. I have my my own flaws as well. But yung yung kumbaga I'm not going to be the one who's going to break the law or something like that just because I know how to or I intend to do. So that's one of the things that I think I have I was able to bring in from the Philippines. So, yeah. To give advice to other fellow Filipinos that might be immigrating or are planning and hoping to move to a different country, what advice would you give them? It's okay to be homesick. It's okay to miss your your home country. But you can cry about it. You can like wallow in whatever emotion you, you feel about it. But once you're done, you have to face what's out there in reality. Because it, it can be really hard. I mean, I'm lucky enough because, I mean, I'm under my, my parents. So we're technically like migrants. I'm not basically OFW, like overseas Filipino worker. OFW is a different case because they work and they don't really have families overseas. So it's harder for them. It's a different story for people who migrate with their family. But in terms of homesickness, you would feel that at one point in your life. Some people would take months before they experience it, but they would. Because in Iba, they get curious with a new surrounding and they don't feel homesick yet. But then one day it would hit them that like there is something wrong. Like, and... like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Yes. I just got past that. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a phase where you like get excited yes. and then you feel homesick. And then there's another phase to homesickness after that. that that's when it's more yeah. pronounced. Yes. Nah. I want to go back now right now you know but once you get past that everything is like, yeah. okay plus i think every everyone deals with um that kind of feeling differently yeah yeah i think one of the things that's much harder for us is when 
there's a loved one back home that is sick or passed away and you can't oh, just yeah. be yeah. there. I think that's one of the hardest thing. And that was when I was hit by it that I can't go home. I just lost my dog. And what if it's my dad or my closest family? And that's a lot like harder. And even if you can go home, it might be too late. Yeah. I remember my mom, she wasn't able to go home when our Lola passed away. And I knew that was so difficult for her. Yeah, it was it was hard because when I left the Philippines, I had a boyfriend at the time. So it was hard. Mm -hmm. So we tried the long distance relationship, but apparently it didn't. I mean, long distance relationship works for people who actually wanted to be in that kind of relationship. In a long distance relationship, if one gives up, that's the end of it, no matter how much the other one person tries. So it didn't work out for both of us. And um, that's pretty much it. I moved on. It was hard at that time, Shebre. Especially I was 17 years old. And then mm -hmm. the emotions and all. It's like um, your emotions of breakup, emotions of being in a new country without friends. And your maturity is not the same. Yeah. yeah. Did breakup break up right away before you left? Or nung nandiyan ka na? During. Nung nag long distance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Parang feeling ko this episode is an advice for me. <laughs> Because of all of us, I'm actually into moving, right? Although it's been like four years ago, mm -hmm. but still. Yeah. I'm talking to you, Mabsa, yung, ano mo, yung homesickness and stuff because nagka COVID pa eh, dito sa yung alam mo yun, yeah. yung nagkaroon yeah. kayo ng isolation na kayong dalawa lang. So, alam mo yun, hindi ka nakakalabas masyado. So, I think naging, naging ano rin yun eh, catalyst factor. ba or factor. There you go. Mm -hmm. it, it was too much for me that I felt like I was going to break down and have mental issues and gonna, but I got luckily I got past that so mm. yeah yeah. but we always have this signature question that we ask our guests what is your favorite quote that you live by and why I am a fan of this philosopher I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correct but her, his name is Soren Kierkegaard I think I've mentioned him okay. to you at the moment. Yeah. Um, so one of his quotes is, life can only be understood by looking backward, but it must be lived looking forward. Why? Because our life is always moving on, especially when mm -hmm. it turns to like expats and like immigrants, OFW. We move on every single day. We live a new life. But then the things... During the time that the things are happening in your life, you don't understand why it was happening. And at certain at certain point, you would come to yourself and ask, if you're religious, you ask Papa Jesus, why is this happening to me? Why are you giving this to me, these problems, these issues? And then sooner or later, you'll realize this happened because there's a purpose for it. So that's one one thing that I'm like, I still want to, that's why I like that quote from him. He's he's very he's a very good philosopher. Muntik na kala ko ang sasabihin mo Zorin Kierlegaspi eh. Ako Zorin Kierlegaspi ba yung apelyido? Parang gagawin ako eh. Kierkegaard. Well, I'm going to have to look for that on Google para ano. But I really love that quote that you said. And um, if there's anybody listening to us who is in the process of moving don't be so scared like 
what we always say, you know, it's a process. There's a phase to it and you just need to move past the depression. They need to talk to people if it's, I mean, it's hard to relate to people, especially in a new country, but Mm. they need to try to reach out, probably reach out to the people who's already within their vicinity, but not to the people who's like back home. Because it's going to be different. It's right. The frustration would go higher because no matter how much you try to explain it to the people at home, back home, they won't understand it. Yeah, because for them, you're lucky already yeah. there. What else do you have to feel? Why are you feeling that? It's like, well, I'm entitled to feel this yeah. way. But they still don't understand that. You know, just in the event to avoid any toxic positivity, the kausapin mo yung mga nakakaintindihan who went through that kind of phase. I mean, it's not, it's gonna be like a trial and error when mm. you're overseas. That's true. But mm-hmm. you're just gonna need to try and to talk. I mean, there's like a lot of Filipino priests. That's one thing that they could go. They could mm. start there. Um, join a group, I guess. Filipino communities. It's a huge community anyway. Kahit sa mga magpunta. Dama, marami naman Pinoy kahit saan eh. Or do your hobby. Yeah. If you are one of those people that you were able to get a good opportunity abroad and you're able to provide more for yourself, you can pick up a new yeah. hobby. Mm-hmm. You know. Diba dapat, ang lagi nating ina-emphasize before is yung outlet pag halimbawa na homesick. During yeah. that time nung, nung you were on the homesick, um, uh, at adapting stage. Ano yung naging outlet mo? Oh, I have different. I went through different phases. At first, I was writing because I was into writing blogs, and then that finishes, and then I went into like sort of like a bad kind of um, phase where in napa barcada, there's the drinking, and then going out late. But then after that, it's I'm, still outlet. Uh huh. Yes, it is. Um. I got over it because it's like, this is tiring. And it's like... Toxic, eh, no? It, it is toxic physically, mentally, and emotionally. It's like, I can't always be hangover every day. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, it's not nice. And this is, I can't go to work hangover. It's like, I've experienced, I've tried that. And it's like, I want to... Like, the moment I set in at 8 a.m. for my shift, I'm like, I want to go home. It's not even 8.01, but I, I want to go home because the headache is there. You want to vomit, but you can't vomit. Actually, lahat dinada, dumadaan nata talaga lahat sa ganun eh. Ako, yes. Ako, dumaan ako sa ganung stage eh. Mm-mm. Yeah. Na talagang ano eh. Tapos, after that? Tapos, I think I got, um just, I got into studying and working part-time and then this, I, I met friends from university and then naging, I think more settled in ako. I accepted the fact that I'm in a new country now and this is my new life. I think once you accept that this is your new life, you outlet, you don't need that. You don't need the outlet yeah. anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not that you're not going to feel homesick because you're always going to miss your family. Yeah. But once you accept it, it's a lot easier now. But even... I think this was in one of John Green's book wherein he says that home is actually where the people of your loved one is. It's not a place. It's where the people that you love is. So for me, like the real home is like my my family, 
I, I mean, I have my, my, my new family unit here with my partner, but my family, as in like my parents and my sister, is still here in New Zealand. So that's kind of home for me now. And mm-hmm. I mean, ethnically, I would be called Filipino. I would identify as Filipino. My citizen is not Filipino anymore. I'm a New Zealander. So it's it's like you can have like these identity issues with that. But you just have to accept that these are different things in your life and you can't just put that into one. And that's who you are. You're different types of people, different ethnicity, nationality, your beliefs, your culture, culture wise. So, yeah. I wish it's that easy. Yeah. It's not easy. Like, people, no, no, people in America is kind of different. Yeah. Because I get asked a lot, like, before when I was new here, they can tell, like, you know how you're saying that when we go back home, they can tell that you're no longer from the Philippines. When you move to a different country, they can actually tell if you're, like, fresh off the boat. Yeah. And one of the things that I often, nowadays, I don't get asked that, but when I was new, I get asked a lot, like, if you meet a stranger, and my husband and I would start talking to this stranger, and then they would ask me, where are you guys from? Um, My husband would say, Hawaii. Oh no! Before he said he's from Hawaii, we would say from Pennsylvania. But no, where are you from? From so you know what yeah. they mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, I wasn't. I I didn't get that experience here. What I do get asked a lot is what part of America I was from because uh-huh. of the American accent, and I'm right. like, I have never set set foot in the in the states. I'm like, so where are you from? It's like. I'm from Philippines. Why is your accent different? I'm like, I don't know. What accent are you talking about? So your accent is Filipino accent na when pagka nagsasalita ng English is still yung matigas na parang Tagalog kind of thing. I'm from the Philippines. From that Philippines. I'm like, that is still English. Just because it's different accent doesn't mean that it's it's not English anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. But I love your new accent now. Can I just say that? Oh, thank you. <laughs> I still get... Um, I can... I can. Re- I really hear the, like, the different... Yeah, the uh, Yes. I love it. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's like, it's like you're twisting your tongue. Or oh, parang, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> ano na, yeah. something British. <laughs> a bit British. That's what they say. Um, I think from Filipinos' point, point of view and from Americans... They would pick it up as like British, but from more on the British side, if you're British or like Australian, they would pick it up as still American because apparently I still have the American twang is what they say. Because mm-hmm. I used to work with an American person and she said that you still have the American twang. And then my partner, every time I go back home after working with an American person, She's going to say, your American accent is back. I was like, what did I do? Because you're pronouncing your R's. Uh-huh. <laughs> like the cars. Yeah. When you start talking, you can hear the American accent. And in the end yeah. of your yes. sentence, that's when you can hear the, the, the twang yeah. of the, yeah. the British accent. Yeah. Mm. The British accent. I love yeah. it. <laughs> we have to end the show. Um Thank you so much, Dean, for being part of our episode. Yeah, very entertaining and uh, yeah. very, you know. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It was it was nice as well. From a different side of the 
world naman, yeah. not just from the US, you know. Thank you everybody to anyone who's listened. If you have any questions about the episode today and you want to know more about New Zealand, like we always say, you can always just email us or ask us anything on social media. Don't forget uh, to rate us or stream. Um... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. Please subscribe to our show wherever you listen to our podcast. We had fun today. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Say goodbye, guys. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.